the Bagels and Blocks, episode 15. Uh, we are joined We are joined with Ralby's friend and guest, uh, Jake. Jacob Wallam. Jacob Wallam. I, I did not know say last name, honestly. That's what you want to do that again? No, it. screw it. We're, okay. we're, we're riding. So wait, the, the, the nickname is Moo, right? The nickname is Moo. That's yeah. what Alan calls it. Honestly, I didn't know, I didn't know how to pronounce your last name, because he, he texted it to me earlier today, and I said, Yeah, it's, right, a weird so name. it's a weird Moo's in the city this summer, interning, and Moo, I met my senior year of high school. He came in from a school in San Francisco, moved down to South Florida, and uh, was the manager for our basketball team. We became pretty close to that. It was always fun chatting ball with Moo. He... We just played two. Uh, we just played two K for like maybe like we played two games, and the amount of NBA knowledge this guy spit at me while we were playing was pretty insane. <laughs> yeah. So he's probably he probably was, like. I mean, he was the first one to trust the process that I know. Easily. Yeah. It's my claim to fame. Shout pretty much. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out to that. That's pretty cool. So uh, now you're at Indiana. Yeah. Manager of the basketball team there. Yeah, I, I am one of the basketball managers there. It's been a great experience. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're gonna get into that. Later, but we first want to yeah. get into, so we are we're all we're all at the draft except for Sam. Except for uh, Sam, no. we're all at the NBA draft. Uh, yeah. yeah, I have no interest in going and sitting with all the high schoolers and watching these. Yeah, guys it was, more like, it was more like middle school. It was more like elementary school. Yeah. I, I, I had a little baby, like little Sixers fan in front of me. He must have been like ten years old, and, and he was just spitting knowledge in my face. And like yeah. he was a Sixers fan, he was wearing a Ben Simmons shirt. And I'm like, so are you trusting the process? He goes, it's not the process anymore, man. It's no. the moment. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, that was, I, I didn't I didn't say another word in the rest of the night. I I he kept talking at you though he kept talking at us yeah <laughs> it was funny it's like the kid the kid was like I, I could see I was him like I was definitely yeah. that kid like when I was that age yeah, but the funny thing is you guys I, 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 I bus, he had the bus cut I had the bus cut he had the braces yeah I had the braces he had the glasses I had the glasses that's what you, you guys what were definitely was. wearing the same exact outfits as the middle schoolers too right like jerseys yeah, yeah, t-shirt yeah, yeah. underneath that's a classic draft Long jersey sleeve, that, yeah, obviously yeah alright so um, all yeah, right. so like what like all right. So and also, Jacob here is a big or move. My fault. I, I we, call me whatever. Move. I'm going with move. I'm going with move. I like move more. All right, I don't like um, move also. Also a big Nick fan. So now we outnumber the uh, non fan and a Heat fan. So uh, <laughs> the non fan is Sam because Sam doesn't really have a team because he's weird. I have multiple teams. No, that's, that's so that, weird. That, that, that gets that you, you don't like, have a team. You root for like you root for like Boston and New York. That's like. The most like yeah. antithetical thing right. I've ever. Heard. I mean, I understand if you want to introduce me as a non-fan. It is yeah, awesome. you're whack. All right. All right. Um, so our, team's, our team's been in the lottery for the last three years. We're basically right. non-fans. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sold on Frank the Tank as a Knicks fan. I, and I, it's not that it's me. I just got myself to like love How? Frank the Tank. It was, it's that like I, you watch this guy's highlights and like, yes, Moo and I were talking about this before. Like he he will he he will need time to develop and. You made a good point about this. So you can talk to the, the defense point mm-hmm. I, I liked. But mm-hmm. I think that like in a few years, this guy's going to be a lockdown defender, and he's going to be a hell of a point guard. Yeah, the optimist. Yeah, it's, a, it's, an, optimist, it's an optimist take. I, I think he's definitely got the physical tools. Uh, we mentioned it earlier, great wingspan, great uh, speed and athleticism already for someone his age. I mean, he's, he's younger than us, right? So yeah. he's, he's yeah. going to take time to be able to play. Not than Sam, but yeah. Sam, Sam, Sam's a good 29, so... I'm not 20... All right, I'm not going to get into this. <laughs> Sam's 29, I'm 23, I'm 23, I'm 23, I'm 23. Are you 23? Yeah. Find some friends your wow. age. Yeah, find yeah. some friends, dude. <laughs> but, and, <laughs> yeah, Frank, Frank's going to take a minute to develop. He's, he's smart on defense, but he could get smarter. Um, can, 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 you, can, you give, can you give us, like, what you mean by that? Like, yeah, so I, I watched the game five of the French final where he played for uh, Strasbourg. I, I don't yeah. know if that's how you yeah. Strasbourg, um, And he, he made, you know, you can tell he's a great athlete already, and you can tell that he knows what he's doing on the court. But he has the he, physical tools. He, he does. So big. He does. He, he just needs to, 
to catch his brain up with the game. And what I mean by that is he's, you know, point guard, as, as Noah can attest to, is the most intellectual position of the game. Uh, and Sorry, so, Mike. <laughs> I'm, I'm, and, just, I'm just there to shoot, man. He's, he, he just wants mid range jump shots. <laughs> now he's thinking of all there. Awesome. Fantastic. Contested mid range jump shots. Yeah. Yeah, and, so the, yeah, the joke about me is that, like, is that, like, I only take contested mid range jump shots. Yeah, DeMar DeRozan. For, for, for those that need contact information, you, you could uh, email Michael at michael at contestedmidrangejumpshots.org. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I actually we're run that. We're going to cut that. We're going to cut that. No, we're not. <laughs> right. So, let's let him finish. Just, yeah, I'm let's sorry. Let finish keep talking. Yeah. I, 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 I would have to put that in. Yeah. I mean, so, when I, when I see Frank, I see someone obviously with the physical tools, but his, his brain needs to catch up to the game. He, he in that game five, committed two quick fouls within the first two minutes, uh, and he was riding guys' hips a lot. Uh, on defense, which is nice. It, it shows that he wants to be an aggressive defender, but he's not always in the right position to do so. It, it'll just take time, you know. People talk about the triangle offense and that, that's going to take time for him to learn and for him to get accustomed to. But I think I think defense is going to be even more of an adjustment, even though he has the physical tools. Like, who who are, like, the notable players in that? Were there any other notable players in that game? And another quick question. Is it five fouls or six fouls in in that league, um, I, think I think I think it's five. I'm not sure. It was French commentary, so I couldn't really uh, understand what they were saying. Uh, there, there was one other player I recognized. I picked up p- bits and pieces of it. I, I, I saw like I saw like a like the yeah. later telecast, and like it was all right. Yeah, I, I take French a little bit low key. Yeah, there there were a couple other people that I recognized in that game. Some some former NBA players, but. Uh, was yeah. Frank like by far like the guy on that on that team? No, no, no. he comes on the bench. He he started. He wasn't oh, on the bench. Start yeah, he started, but he he was not their best player. Um, he was someone that they they were looking to give the ball to so he could control the tempo. And on defense, he was probably working the hardest, but he wasn't he wasn't scoring their most points. Maybe he, I feel like part like maybe he had a little extra motive. Well, one, it's obviously a championship. It's a five game series. Yeah, it was game so, five. So last game. Yeah. And for, he, that, and he for, came, that, for that team, ever he came too. out. He came yeah. out shooting. He took a couple early shots, uh, and he was aggressive. Where you, where I feel like he also, he also, he also, he also. Yeah. What I was saying, he also knows that probably all of New York City was watching him. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I don't know about that. So what, dude? Yes, that's you playing New York City for a reason, dude. You you got it. You got it. I, 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 I don't think. I don't think. I, was, I think he wanted to show out. Oh yeah, probably. All right. Well, he probably was really high on adrenaline that he just got drafted. What do you think the trailers to the NBA though? Because like in the triangle, what where is he like? He fits very well, obviously. Like that's what I, that's what I thought. I mean, yeah. I mean, none of us can really know uh, as well as Phil Jackson says yeah. he knows that that you know they, the reason they took him over Dennis Smith was that he would fit better in the triangle, and it, it would appear that way to a layman like us. Uh, but but none of us have attended Phil Jackson triangle workshop, so we can't really attest to that. But I, I think on offense, uh, he he has the potential to be someone like George Hill who can hit three point shots when he's open. Uh, and and work pick and roll, uh, but he might not be a transformative offensive but player. He, yeah, but he's gonna be. I, I think the worst case scenario is that he becomes a very good defender. Yeah, I I mean he's he's got. Nice thing to get I, the he, he, the he reminds me of Schroeder a lot. Personal, I mean that's, he's a, a bigger Schroeder. Yeah, he's a, he's a nice wingspan. He, but the thing is, okay, so I think it's it started with Rondo, right? And then you got in terms of like these point guards that had really big wingspan, like you just like their defense, their, their defensive kind of tools, I guess. And then it moved up to Schroeder, right? And then Schroeder was kind of the evolution of Rondo a little bit in terms of now, he, now, now they can shoot a little bit. He like Rondo. I, I right, completely but, disagree with But that. I'm saying, uh, just in terms, like, like it's kind of, the kind of build. Yeah, like build. A, a prototype. Right, yeah. exactly. And then now Schroeder can shoot. He's a good passer, too, though. He had a, you know, he averaged probably seven or eight assists a game, I think. Uh, and then now we have Frank, who's basically, you know, he can shoot. He's even bigger than Schroeder, bigger wingspan. Um, so I think that's kind of the... 
you know, he could be Schroeder I mean, 2.0. Who, who, the and, entire lottery pretty much, like, pretty much went chalk. Like, yeah, eight, yeah. Except, the game. except for the six. Except, okay, I mean, like, in eight, how many points? Like eighteen, seventeen. Well, I'm like the draft, like eighteen. Yeah. I I went because I thought it was gonna be like I really was wishing that some team just threw a complete wrench in it. Yeah, like, Josh Jackson could go too. Yeah, you know, I was really yeah, hoping something know. like that would happen. But it was like, the most expected thing. Yeah, yeah like. I think it probably compared pretty similarly to the draft express. I want, I want, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it's, 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 I was about to say that. They, they, they I, I'm so happy board. that Lonzo went yeah. to L.A. I want, Lonzo, I want Lonzo in New York because I wanted LeVar on the sidelines in the Garden. I, I just wanted to see Lonzo not go too, and then the, the camera pans into LeVar's face. Like, can you imagine like what would be going through his mind? Like, I just feel like that'd be incredible to watch. Do you guys? We we can. Um, we don't have to spend too much time on this, but do you guys think Lonzo's going to be good? Yeah, I think he's. I think he's going to be really good. I th- I, I yeah, love I the it. opposite. Our, our, our friend, did you get, Did you have a chance to like watch a lot of him because of like I watched not, him as a fan, but like right, yeah, I didn't watch a ton of UCLA, uh, but I I what I did watch is, I mean you you see the passing right away, right? Yeah. Like you see the passing and and he's big for, for Washington. Like he's so contagious. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People talk about his shot form. Uh, if if that's going to translate well to the NBA, it might be tough because he has an un- unconventional. He'll make it release. work. I, he's, I think he's so that too. good. I think so too. Like, I'm excited to watch him. I, I think he's going to be a very good player. I don't think he's going to be like like. Do you guys view him as a transcendent player? Because I don't. I don't, I don't view him like in that, as a transcendent. player. I view him as like a great, like, like a very every, good player that that definitely can be on a championship like, level. Too. Like, like a starter on a championship level. Articles too. online about like tier one prospects, tier two prospects, mm-hmm. and I'm seeing the tier one prospects that like. Chad Ford is right in the yeah. best, like Anthony Davis, Carl Towns. I don't see yeah. him in that. No, right. I, I, I think he definitely that. has the potential to be in that camp. Really? Because of his frame and because of what he already has, he has this intangible yes. passing ability. I completely ability. agree. I completely agree. Yeah. With that. And yes, so the stuff, that's, the, the stuff that he needs is the stuff that's, I feel like, easier to acquire. Uh, and the stuff that he has the stuff I mean, is harder to He gets find. the Jason K comparisons. I don't think he'll ever be that good. No, I agree with that. Yeah, but that's, that, like, Jason K is a transcendent point guard. Like that, like, I, I get that. I get, I just, I, I get trying I to say he's not transcendent. I don't like, see why he can't be as good as Jason Kidd. I mean, uh, listen, it's, the guy hasn't played an NBA game yet, yeah, but yeah. I, I think he's, he's. It's tough to compare like Jason Kidd until like, like compare like the next Magic Johnson until like. He, he's actually above the. He's actually a better shooter at this age than Jason Kidd was. Yeah. That's um, that's un, that's un, but like also diff, it was a different game when Jason Kidd was. There. I yeah. I could find the exact numbers, but I think it was something like he took 187 shots, and 180 of them were either at the rim or from three, and I think that translates super well to the NBA. Oh yeah, for sure. He's not a mid range guy. He's not a mid range guy, and I think that's the way more and more. Well, the nature of his game is not really pull up jump shot. Just the, from I mean, a shot form too. Yeah, he can't really much of a pull up right. jump shot. Right. I I really want to see him at some point paired up with a a scoring point guard, just as like to. Kind of run two guys like, that can just dribble the ball. Kyrie Irving was the one I was thinking of. Like I would just love to see him paired up with a scoring guard. I don't think that fit well. You don't think it would? I think Why? I think he fit well with like Isaiah Thomas. I think he fit well. Fine, okay, but that, that's very similar to Kyrie Irving. He's the same thing. No, but they run differently. You see how Celtics run the off their offense though. Celtics yeah, it's all, offense handoffs. With, it's like, all handoffs. With all handoffs yeah. and all, yeah. all that shit. Like I'm thinking that's how he scores. I'm thinking more like like I think. No, like ball is so badly when I say this. Don't say Goran. I think Goran Dragic. Get the. No, but I kind of view Lonzo as like a as like a mini me LeBron a little bit. Speaking of right? the heat, no, How, why not? What? Th- that, I, see I see it. I see it. Yeah, I, it's crazy to say because he hasn't played a game of professional basketball yet. She's like, if you weren't here, we would have just totally roasted. No, I, yeah, I, I, I see you guys what don't he think means. Things through, like think things through before you say anything. It's, it's wrong, but I see what he means. He, he well, means that, the that was a hell. Of, yeah, actually, that, that's a hell of a thing to say, Sam. Wow. Um, Think about it. He's a, he's a he's a big guy that passes well, un, very unselfish, right? 
can he's you know he's a point six, four. What, he's got five? a point forward. He's like six five, six six. He's not point forward. What? He he's a point he's a big guard, guy. But he's he's the way that he and LeBron control the ball. Yeah, control the offensive action. You're some sometimes Sam like sometimes. They're both they're both really good in transition. Okay, okay. Um, Bam out of bio. Yeah, talk about Bam out of bio, please. For my for me. Yeah, Heat fan, please give us your thoughts about Bam. Obviously, I wasn't happy at the time. I have a great video. Actually, I think I have it. But like, it's it's a just hit video of Noah with his hands. Is who did you want? Who did you want? Well, the thing is, the way that I was like, I was conv- I convinced myself I'm like someone's dropping. It's like it's the NBA draft. They're, they're excuse me. Most of the lottery teams are dumb. So you want like a Luke Kennard or a Malik Monk type? I thought Monk was gonna drop. Oh come on! Going He's into the draft, I thought maybe something like I'm. I was praying for Larry Markkinen. Pray- really? Next to Whiteside. I don't think anybody should be praying for Larry Markkinen. I think he's so good. You know, he almost came, like I heard he almost came to St. Andrews. Did he really? Our high school? Yeah. Wow. Imagine if you played with Laura, with Markinen. Yeah, I mean, like, I, Johnny O might have been t- like I was like, dude, have you seen the big guy from Arizona? When I was home, I was talking to him. He goes, yeah, he almost came here. And I'm like, are you sure you're talking about the same guy as me? Like the guy who's going to be a top ten pick in the draft? He goes, yeah, I, I think so. He's got a but fantastic. Bam out of bio. So I wasn't happy at the time, but he like the things they're saying are like obviously very encouraging. I mean, they're not going to say bad things about the guy they've been driving. Pat Riley already said his uniforms going to be hanging in the rafters one day. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty bold statement, but like. Spolster was like, I was reading some quotes from his press press conference, and he was saying like, Bam's athleticism, he could guard anyone, and they think that he could, he's a good enough shooter and he's a good enough athlete that two years down the line, him and like Whiteside will be like, that's at least my thought. Will they ever be able to play together? Yeah, that's what they they think. <sighs> that's tough in the modern 30, NBA. He hit thirty out of fifty threes in the, in uh. But the, did he open he contested? Yeah, did he shoot any? In, he didn't shoot any in college though. The, Cal Perry said like he could, but his role on the team was not to do that. Does they, he? They, I, they, I haven't really watched him shoot. That they, has his like form. I mean, he has huge hands, so that's like the one issue. But like, it's like a pretty standard basketball shot. I mean, he's definitely a freak. Like, like his body's NBA. He can, he's, he, his body's been NBA ready since high school. Since he was probably since he yeah. came out of the womb. Yeah. He just emerged. He emerged <laughs> from the womb, just NBA body. NBA body. I have a D League body according like to Zach, and then he has an like NBA he, body. Like, he got some looks in the second round in overseas when he came out of the womb. Yeah. <laughs> All right, free yeah. agency. Um, let's talk about the, let's talk about the Butler trade real quick. Talk about I, oh, like, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, we should talk about the Kings thing. a little bit at some point too. Yeah, like the the Kings. Oh, are, I, can you stop playing that stupid game? I get so much fun. I'm actually looking up NBA stuff. Get out of here. I'm actually looking up. And what do you mean? I'm obviously look, playing. Like, I can see in the mirror. You think he was yeah. playing Snake? He is playing Snake. <laughs> I was. I knew it. I'm on Lonzo Ball's Twitter right now, looking at looking at stuff. We're talking about Lonzo Ball. Get out of here. Okay. Jimmy Butler. Yes. How many over under fifty wins for the Bulls or Wolves next year? I kind of I, I look kind of look at how under. many wins it takes to get in the playoffs. And I, 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 I put the line at forty eight. All right, and what are you taking the over or the under? I, I well I think they're going to win forty eight games. Take it under. <laughs> I'll take I'll the under, under. I'll take the <laughs> yeah. under too. Do you know you the, wanna... the, the eight seed eight seed was Portland Trailblazers went forty one forty one. They're going to make the playoffs. Who you think OKC is not going to make it? I I. I think there's a chance Minnesota doesn't make the playoffs. I and I say that I say that because the, the West two is so strong, the too. two the West is strong and the two main problems I see with their team are that they don't have enough three point shooting and if you're going to start a lineup of Rubio, Butler, Wiggins, that's not enough three point shooting. And then James, James. Right. It's, kind of, it's kind of like the I mean it's it's, it's a better version of the Bulls last year. That I think I think that's I think Jimmy's going to shoot better from three this year than he has he in could. the past. Towns can shoot. Towns can, but I mean it doesn't. It's not that useful to have yeah. your center and. Maybe one other guy to be. I also think that shooter. just that fast break is gonna be really scary. Yeah, it is. I 
my uh, my other concern with the Wolves is that Towns, I believe, you can and you can double check this, was last in the NBA in defensive real plus minus for centers. Uh, he was really bad. Pretty poor on defense. He got a bet, got better in the second half of the year, from what I watch. But he he still has a long way to go on defense, and and if that's gonna be like a, if that's gonna be their identity as a can team, Jang, can can Jang be the rim protector? Is it just wolf? I think that's what he served as last year. He's a good, he's a good, he's a good defender. He's a good he's defender. He's not a bad defender. Serge Ibaka would be the ideal guy. Serge Ibaka would be ideal for them. Because then they, 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 they add another shooter. And like... He's is, not, is he a free agent? He's not a good rim protector anymore, though. Really. Dude, he's good. He, like, he, he's above average. He gets now. blocks, but they're not. he's not a great defender anymore, though. They're above average. He played up in the center but they, and stretch it. Stretch it for an offense. But, alright, what, what, what I'm saying, though, with, with the uh, Western Conference looking at this. So, Minnesota would have to... If I think Minnesota the only, the only, way, the only way, the only assuming. way, exactly. If, if the only way that the Minnesota makes the playoffs, in my eyes, is if the Clippers lose CP3 and and Blake. what about Utah losing Gordon Hayward? Like, yeah, yeah that's a good point. That but wait, wait, wait. You think that Minnesota is worse than OKC? Because I don't. Neither better than OKC. I, I definitely think they're better than OKC. I definitely watch, think they're watch, better than watch OKC. Watch the guy Russ do what he did again. I mean, I, I know, but dude, okay, Jimmy Butler was like, is like a top ten player. Yeah. At least stop, stop. What do you mean? Can I talk about, can I, can I just like uh, rebut your top 10 comment real yeah, quick? Yeah, sure. Right, LeBron, KD, Steph, uh, Wall. Um, okay, already Wall. some people I, would, I, would right. prefer Butler. Right, sorry, 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 sorry. Fine, 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 fine. Kawhi, Harden, CP3. Um, CP3 is questionable. I mean, Butler had a better better season. Dude, this, like, Even then, what was that, eight? What? What was that? Seven players that you know. I'm saying like you can't imagine. Like Jimmy Butler's way better than Paul George. Do you guys not think Draymond's a top ten? Dr- oh, Draymond, I forgot that. Yeah, but, yeah, but that, that, Clay, like, Clay, Clay is arguably better than the, no, uh, Jimmy. No, no, Shut no. Up. What do you mean? Absolutely, Clay is not better than Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler's probably better. Uh, I, I, I think Jimmy Butler top ten ish player is fair. He's between but 10, ten. He's between ten and fifteen. To to go back to the initial point about I mean, what was he? Minnesota. He was second team All NBA, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. and he was on a team that didn't really serve his strengths. Yes. Um, to go back to the point, though, about he Minnesota versus Oklahoma players. City, yeah. if Oklahoma City gets the exact same production out of Russell Westbrook, I'll be astounded because that was a ridiculous thing he did this season, and that put that must have put an immense toll on his body. I, I don't know I if he could keep I that I don't think he should. I think it would be better for the team if he didn't. He was that. not second team. He was third team, Jerry Butler. Okay, whatever. I mean, DeRozan's better than him. Isaiah Thomas is better than him. DeRozan's the point is, is, is that you're DeRozan's better than him at this point. Anthony Davis is better than him. Uh, I said that. Anthony, I mean, Jimmy Butler led an arguably like just as bad team to the playoffs. That's great. Uh, I mean, Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade wasn't anything great this year. Rondo was terrible, good in the playoffs <laughs> until the playoffs. Yeah. Who they have? They had Robin Lopez. What do you fucking do? Excuse you. Robin uh, Lopez is good. Right. Come on. I won't, I won't allow this Robin Lopez. We had Robin Lopez on such a good yeah. contract for a center yeah. last year that we traded him for the D-Rose trade, and it's just going all the wash. It sucks. It sucks. He's, he, Robin Lopez is a very fine hustle player. And, uh, and a good to... Above and a good contract. Player. But yeah. uh, Robin's yeah. point is that the, the, the Bulls like, were constructed very poorly, just from like a, oh, a, a personnel standpoint. And that's and what I kind of see with Minnesota. That's kind of what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, Minnesota's a better version of them. Yeah, it's literally what I said like a second ago. No. I, that, I, if you, I, see, someone tape, said that. Someone so, said that. Listen to the tape. The opening thing I said was a better version of, of Chicago. All right. Fine, then Chicago made the playoffs. Yeah, but like <laughs> the West versus East is a talk, totally different thing. Talk about the big three. Oh, uh, yeah. All right, so 
Moo here went, uh, went to Ice Cube's uh, yeah. Big Three thing. Yeah. I, Who'd I, you see? That's also you saw. Like, tell, the, tell us the, about it. The big general. names. So it's, it's, for those who are unfamiliar with the format, it's three on three, half court. Uh, there are four games in, like you buy a ticket to the Big Three event, there are four games. Eighteen oh, total. No, 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 no. Four ga- it's one game and then a break and then another game and then a break. Um, first to 60, by twos, threes. and <sighs> Really? Yeah. And they have a four point shot as well. I heard of that, yeah. Yeah. Um, the Dude, best the best wait. player there was probably Jermaine O'Neal. Uh, from from the three games I watched, I had to leave after three games because it went on for about six hours. <laughs> it was way too long. Uh, they, they're still working out the kinks in terms of the timing, but Jermaine O'Neal was great. Russell Butler, still really Russell Butler, yeah, he still got it. Um, Iverson is the big name of the league, right? He's the most he's the most famous player in the league, and he is the player coach of the Team Three's company. He was on the third game. And they came out, and he just doesn't... I, I don't really know how to describe it, uh, but he, he doesn't really look right in the sense that he couldn't really get up to a full sprint. Uh, he took himself out of the game for pretty much the entire second half. He pretty much uh, sat on the bench the whole second half. Uh, oh, it hurt, man. The guy, the, guy, the guy was like six feet his whole career, like putting his body on the line like crazy. Like he, that, yeah, that has, probably, I don't think he's even six feet. I don't think, I think yeah. he's 5'11". Looking at him like live in person compared to guys like Mike Bibby yeah. and, and Jason Williams who were also out there. Uh, he's shorter than both of them? Oh, he's smaller than both of them for sure. Uh, he, he definitely looked small out there. But he, it, it was confusing and, and a little upsetting to watch him. Uh, to watch him play. And, and the crowd was loving it, right? Uh, they were chanting, we want AI, we want AI. Uh, they were they were all there to see him, but he it doesn't look like he can really get to that level of even like running like sprinting that that seems to be a challenge for him. So these games are half court or full court? They're half court. They're okay. half court. Um, I honestly don't like. I just like I don't like the league, the big three league. We should go to well, a game. I have a couple of questions though. I don't, like, um, I don't like the concept. Who or like, what was the frequency of four point shots? There was probably one or two a game. Mike Bibby hit one. Um, you would know, it be like they'd walk back there and the other team would be like, yeah, shoot it. No, it, well, it's a 14-second <coughs> shot. It's a 14-second shot clock. Oh. So there are times we need to chuck it up, and if you need to chuck it up, why not chuck up a four? Right. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the problem is, it's since it's half court, if you airball it, the other team can get the rebound and put it in for their two points. Oh, okay. Right? So you it, you got to... And how, how far away is the four-point line again? It's about 30 feet. There's three, there's three four-point circles, one from the top of the key, one from the right wing, one from the left wing. And they're each about thirty feet out, okay. and so just one foot has to be on the circle for it to be a four. Really? Yeah, it it was a really interesting thing. I think it wouldn't be a terrible idea for the NBA to add it if they were really losing viewership well, and popularity. Well, they're thinking about doing it some kind of four point play in the All Star game. Yeah, to, because yeah. the All Star games have been terrible. It it has uh, practical applications. Food is here. Keep going, keep going. Keep, so should, keep we get, should we get a delivery guy in on the, on the discussion? Ask him what he thinks about the Jimmy Butler trade. Hello. Yeah. So, so, overall, was it a uh, like good experience? Like, overall, I would say go if you're a fan of the NBA and a fan of watching older players uh, yeah, get out there. How is Kenyon Martin? Did you see him? I didn't see him play. I saw him walk by. I left. He's I think he was on the fourth game. He, he was, yeah, he looked like he was in good dumb. shape. Like, I don't want to watch, watch, pay. How much, how much is the ticket? Well, the tickets ranged from about thirty bucks to to uh, the hundreds, but it was it was also the first game. 
There were a lot of celebrities there. Ice Cube, LL Cool J, Whoopi Goldberg, bunch of bunch of NBA players. Paul Pierce, uh, James Harden were there. They were just like in the stands. Yeah, D'Angelo Russell was there. Oh, that's um, cool. Did you like? Did you like walk up by anyone? No, but I got a selfie with Dr. J. That's, oh, probably, that's cool. That's probably really? the coolest. Yes. He did, if you look at the picture, he looks very not happy I'll, to be taking a selfie. I, th- I think that might need to be our uh, Facebook uh, photo when, when, when <laughs> yeah, we yeah. upload the podcast, right? Yeah. That'll, yeah. Be the, that'll be the podcast he, photo. He looks pretty irritated that someone's taking a selfie with him. I, but I don't blame him. He's, he's on the other side of 70 at this point. Yeah. He's, he wants his privacy. But yeah, it was, it was an interesting atmosphere. Uh, I would say if it's coming to your town, it's, you know, it's traveling around the country eight weeks. If it's coming to your town, try to go. It's it's a long commitment though because of the four games. It took, it it might still be going on. Honestly, it it, it was about a six seven hour commitment for the four games. Were there? I, I, who did you go with? I went with my dad and my younger brother, nice. and they left after two games. Yeah, I stayed for the last one. I I like wouldn't want to pay like I this coming from someone who paid to watch a guy announce draft picks. And it was a better commentary. viewing experience than the NBA draft. I yeah. will tell you that much. Okay. It, it well, was, the NBA draft. It, I didn't like I. I, I'm glad liked I went. It. I'm happy I went. I'm happy I went. I wanted to experience it, but I wouldn't do it again. Like, that's my take. I would do it again if my team had the number one or two pick. Yeah. If, if we or, had... And if they got that commentary garbage out. That was, Yeah, that the, was the studio... They need to work on the studio format. It, it, it's more like catered for little kids. Yeah, it is. Uh, some some bright spots, though. Miles Turner had, had some fun up there. He was their correspondent. Dude, I thought... I, I, he, like, he had fun and whatever, but I thought, like, everything they made him do was so cringeworthy. It was crazy. It it was a little cringy, but I like the idea of having active NBA players as correspondents. Not only active ones, but younger ones, right? Mm-hmm. Miles Turner's two years removed from college. Yeah, so I get that experience. I think that means it's, it's a good growing trend that you got. They got enough players. He, he's also pretty good, like players speaking, like holding his. Yeah, yeah, no, hundred percent. He, like, really he presented I'm sure himself. Better. I'm sure he, they better him. He presented him, presented himself well. The thing but, that stuck out to me is three separate times in the first, I think, you know, twenty picks, guys corrected the people interviewing them, saying, "Actually, I got traded to this team." Right, I think it was Donovan Mitchell was the first one. He was wearing a Nuggets cap, and someone asked him a question. Well, how do you think you're going to pair with Jokic? And he said, actually, I'm traded to Utah. Well, I might be getting the teams flipped, but I, I think that's what how it went down. He was traded to Utah. Yeah. It, how, how do you not have a producer in the booth on Twitter who can see Woj's timeline? It's also tough to keep track of all that stuff in their defense. It is. It is. But, I mean, it. I knew that he was traded right, to, yeah. to Utah. And Whoa, I was I'm, I'm looking at this. I'm sorry. One second. I'm looking at this picture right now that Darren Vell tweeted of Brian Scalabrini's jersey at the Big Three tournament today. Yeah, got a selfie with him as well. <laughs> white, white, W Mamba on the yeah. back of his jersey. Yeah. That's he looks pretty awesome. good. He played pretty well. Really? Yeah. Wait, was that jersey good. available for sale? That was available for sale. Actually, I think they sold out. I'm not kidding. I think they sold out of that. Yeah. I would want it. I would get a jersey. The jerseys are cool. I think you can buy them online. I'm wearing a Killer Threes jersey right now. Yeah, it's a, a Chauncey Billups on the back. It says uh, Mr. Impressive. Big Shot. Yeah. That's actually pretty cool. Actually. Cha- Chauncey did not play, though, because uh, I don't know if you guys have heard. He's, yeah, he's preparing to take stuff. a job. Yeah. Is he going to get it? You think? Yeah, it's it's the way it's looking is that he's going to take. Oh, so it. I listened. I, I I was listening to a Windhorse today, and why can't we, why can't he play if he has a job? Because he's, he's because like he doesn't want to stuff. start the season. Yeah. It's a, it's a long commitment. I imagine. I don't know. Uh, TMZ TMZ got an interview with Ice Cube where he explained it. Okay. I think. Well, the thing is that he, he's he's like very he's very well prepared for the job and like he, he knows the NBA as well as anyone. Yeah. But his his family loves Denver and he's yeah. kind of settled in there and he doesn't need the money or anything like that. So that that's kind of what's holding it up. But. um yeah, he's he's a very bright guy. You can just tell from watching him speak on this. Yeah, he was as a player, he was brilliant. Oh that's yeah, the, yeah, like he he was like I would say he was kind of like a CP three of the. I mean, like CP three does it to more of an extent, but he was kind of like like he didn't pass like. Bills was kind of his own guy. Bills like, was kind of his own thing. But like he Bills was like he like he was like like he was uh, controlled. He like 
he was like a glue guy point guard almost, but like to a great like if you needed a scorer, he could score that night. If you need someone to distribute, yeah. like he could play any role. That's what Bill, made Billups great. And he wasn't he wasn't amazing at any specific shooting. thing. Well, he was great. He was great. He was great posting up for a guard. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was. Yeah. All right. So he was great, but like. He wasn't like Steve Nash or Chris Paul. No, Paul, no. Like other really passing. Go down the list of teams that have won a championship with a point guard as their best player. It's not a super extensive list. I think it's pretty impressive. Chauncey's, Chauncey's a pretty Chauncey. impressive guy. I mean, I, Steph, Isaiah Steph, Thomas. Steph. Isaiah Thomas is the other one. Steph, Steph, Steph sure. And that's sure, Steph and Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson, yeah. But like before that, I mean, the, those... It was all big men. First. Yeah, exactly. All big big men. men are wings. Yeah. Um, I, I, he's a very that's impressive really, guy. That's really smart. You never heard that? No. Yeah, that's really smart. All right, wow. I want uh, this is going to be the meat of the podcast. I want to talk about in, the in Indiana, yeah. get some insight on D one ball. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, so as a man, tell us about your, tell tell us about your experience. So I joined uh, the Indiana basketball managers uh, around October, late October, uh, which is pretty late, you know. Um, oh, yeah, they already but, started practice and stuff. Yeah, they did. Uh, it's it's a pretty intensive hiring process, so there were a lot of. Uh, rounds of like interviews and applications and stuff, uh, but my experience has been almost entirely positive. I, I'm uh, I'm a video manager primarily, which means I'm doing a lot of opponent scouting. Manager. Yeah, sitting sitting in a sitting in a, a cramped video room watching Purdue or Michigan or Wisconsin play, uh, and and that was really cool because I've been able to advance my knowledge of, of basketball in a lot of different ways. Uh, Prepping pregame uh, scouting reports for coaches is, is a part of our job. And then just like maintaining stuff during practice, rebounding for guys. It's the job of a college basketball manager is pretty much whatever needs to be done, we, we can do. Uh, yeah, uh, you were talking about this before, but like, can you explain? Like, I, I found it fascinating how you got the job. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like, yeah. you got yeah. Tell six, us about the hiring. Six, yeah, so six, you said 60 applicants. Who interviewed you? Three, like, tell tell yeah. us the whole, the whole survey. If you, yeah, if, no. If you're allowed. Uh, hey, yeah, uh, it's, it's a public application process. You literally sign up a sign-up sheet in Cook Hall, which is the practice facility. Um, and there were about 50, 60 kids there applying for, I think they ended up hiring three freshmen. Uh, myself and two or three, other, four freshmen. Yeah, myself and three others. Um, they sort of just showed us around the facility, uh, gave us a little bit of an idea uh, what the job entails, the time commitments. Because a lot of people sign up not knowing that it's a time commitment of, I don't know, 20 hours a week, 15, 20 hours a week. Um, and obviously it depends like what level you are, uh, how, how much time you're putting in. But they sort of explain the job, fill out some forms, uh, Get, tell them a little bit about yourself and your background. Me personally, I was a four-year high school manager, and I worked for an NBA agency for about a year as an intern. So I had a little bit of basketball experience even outside of being a manager. Um, after that was the interview rounds. Three or four managers, or two managers, two graduate assistants. I'm not exactly sure. Just sort of asking you questions. Um, any any uh, crazy questions that were asked are pretty standard. You like, yeah, yeah, like how many windows in New York City? That's Gardner's favorite <laughs> interview question to mention. How many windows? windows? So, so we, so we, uh, um, so I, I was on the committee of five to interview our new head coach, to interview the finals for our new head coach. Uh-huh. And so I was joking around with them being like, uh, what if I asked them like those hard, like uh, uh, Wall Street, like, Interview question. I walk yeah. in there with the coach. Yeah, how many like, gas stations are in America? Yeah, like, yeah so like anything like that? Nothing like that. Uh, just mostly stuff about my experience, and then stuff about like who is who are your favorite basketball players to watch. I think I answered. I think I answered Rudy Gobert, 
uh, Chris Middleton. <laughs> I, I gave some weird. That, yeah, those are some. Yeah, yeah, that's how you. That's how you differentiate yeah. yourself, though. I like that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't want to say Curry or LeBron. I yeah. feel like they probably got that a lot. Um, and but after after the interview, it was a solid. It was a solid month or so before I found out that I got the position because I feel like they had to had to do a lot of other stuff. Extreme vetting. And, and yeah. do, you, do you get paid? Uh, I get paid in gear. That's oh, okay. awesome. Awesome. So can, can you yeah. give some examples of uh, what kind of stuff you're rocking? Oh, you get like I, all the Indiana gear? Not all of it. I mean, they, they give managers a pretty good amount. A few pairs That's of shoes, sick. some clothes. Oh, really? Shoes? Like, shoes. like basketball shoes? Not, not like... Or like, tra- like trainers? Actually, a few managers got the Hardens, which I was pretty really? jealous about. Yeah, I, I didn't get any of those. But I got some, some boosts and uh, a couple different pairs of like casual adidas which that's, is that's really cool. that's cool yeah so, so where do you think like the indiana programs like because you're the insider you do like you, you're saying how you do all the uh, uh you're doing all the um like the video stuff you're like i, I like how you explain it you said you're the human uh the human the human aspect of the synergy yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought that was cool so for for those of you that don't yeah. know what synergy is it's like an advanced stat website it, like pretty much breaks down every single mm-hmm. play from every game mm-hmm. pretty much in the world yeah, it's like it, from, it's from, really from, extensive. It's like it's incredibly extensive, and there are people that have the back of that info. Like if a player goes off a pick and roll and takes a mid range jumper, you have and he makes it or misses. It, like there's all the kinds of crap. Yeah, and, and so you, my job would basically look like I'm looking at the game screen, and then I have a roster list on my on the right side of the screen or the left side of the screen, and you plug in pick and roll against man defense. This happens here, and then possession switches to this uh, team. A lot of a lot of stuff like that. It, it would take me about. Two hours to log a game, two two and a half hours. Um, Does he keep like pausing and like? Yeah, I have to keep pausing. Yeah, and every every single every play, every make, every free defense. throw, every out of bounds, like everything is coded. And so the end result is that you can put together a package for the coaches that just shows like, all right, this is all of I I don't know all of Mo Wagner's offensive rebounds, right? And you can just watch it start to finish, uh, sort of like how Synergy does it with their. Points per possession yeah. on transition. I think he just watched all of his mid-range jump shots numerous times. He didn't declare. He, he oh, he went back. He went yeah, back. he's okay. going back again. He's he's going to be an annoying player to play against next year for sure. What do you think? Yeah, how do you think you guys are going to be next year? Yeah, where do you think the program's going with the new co- with the new coach? Yeah. Um, oh, you tell you've met him. Tell us. Tell us. I have. What you, tell I, us what you. You know, everybody says he's a very smart. I I haven't spent I haven't spent a great deal of time with him, but everybody says extraordinary things about him. He's a great motivator, incredibly smart basketball guy. I mean, he's a he's a guy who has basketball in his blood. Uh, his brother is the head coach of Arizona, Sean Miller, um, and he's he's sort of he's got that basketball pedigree. I think as far as the program goes next year, uh, losing guys like OG and Thomas Bryant, that, that's going to hurt. But at the Bryant's same time, Lakers, right? yeah. he, Bryant went to the Lakers. Yeah, um, this, trying to be the second best Bryant in Lakers history. <laughs> uh, but I, I think we've got we've got. Some good guys coming back. Rob Johnson is coming back for his senior year. He's got some great shot making ability. And then Colin Hartman is coming back for his fifth year. Yeah. Because um, he lost a year due to injury, which is, I mean, that's going to be some great leadership. And we've also got a great young backcourt core. Uh, Devontae Green. Uh, Devontae Green's good. Yeah, Danny oh, Green's okay. younger brother. He's, he's great. Curtis Jones is great. Um, and then. As far as our front court goes, Deron Davis, I think, is a really is really a player to watch out for. He's going to be a pretty dominant center, I think. How so you like how's the recruiting classes here? I, I I don't remember. Uh, pretty pretty highly regarded. I mean, it's Indiana, yeah, so we are always get some some good recruits. I don't think anybody, you know, I I, I I've done some preliminary research, but I'm excited to see the new freshmen yeah. get to work. I mean, they're supposed to be good. The one thing about Archie Miller, I mean, I like 
What do I know about Dayton? I mean, no, we know the final, you know, the big they, tournament they, runs. They, 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 yeah, they, they, he uh, always seems to get the most out of his teams. Yeah. Yeah. He, he runs that, I mean, uh, and this may have been just due to personnel, but he ran that small ball lineup. When, in, yeah, that was personnel. personnel. Huh? The Elite Eight year, that was purely personnel. Really? They had well, seven guys. They only ran, they, they had a bunch of injuries. They were so fun Ten to seed. watch. Yeah. They, so, that team I mean, they was had that, so... They had that Ohio State transfer who was their, I forget his name, who was their big guy. Like... I'm not sure. It was a couple years ago. I, I forget his name. He, those teams, though, always played with a pretty high intensity level. Chip on their shoulder. Yeah, and that's overlook. something you want. And and you never know how that's going to transfer from a smaller school to a as, bigger school. As, yeah, exactly. So as, as someone as someone like who you, you met uh so you you met the new guy R.J. Miller like you had experiences with Crane right? Mm-hmm. It's like what what would we say is like the big the differences between the two and like what what do you see. We see where Archie Miller can improve, and where do you think? Like, great question. Yeah, I, you know, I, I haven't spent enough time around Archie to speak uh, as specifically to his to his strengths and weaknesses. I, I'm mostly going off of what I've heard other people say and other other managers, other players. Um, as far as Coach Crane, he's an inc- incredible motivator, right? So, like, even going back to his Marquette days with Dwayne Wade, where they made the Final Four, uh, everybody just says that he gets the most out of his guys. Yeah. Uh, because of how he's able to motivate them, um, and that—that's certainly true. You know, he's a very passionate coach. He's—he's he's gonna give a lot of uh, pre-game or post-game hype-up speeches that that are gonna really amp you up. Were you you were you in the locker room for some of them? Uh, I was never in the locker room locker room for some of them. I, I caught some post-practice speeches and and a couple of uh, uh, pre-practice. Speeches. Never be. Did, did you go to practices? Yeah, I I would film some practices. Um, would they, you Would you ever see that was a bullshit practice? Like, what What are you guys doing? Would you ever see those speeches? Well, I mean, you guys all know how college basketball coaches are, right? Yeah. Like, it's a, it, basketball coaches as a species are an angry group of people. Um, the Crean, Crean is a, was level headed most of the most of the time. He's I I can't really, I I didn't spend tons of time with him. But what I did see was someone who he was passionate because he wanted to get the most out of his guys. Of course. Um, but he was never, he was never out of control. Obviously, he's he's a professional, um, and wherever he goes next after this, he's gonna. I think he's gonna be enormously successful because he's just he's got that personality. Do, do you uh, interact with the players at all, or a little bit more with the players? Yeah. Have, like, have any of them like do you know who the jokes are on the team? Is that like have they said anything that was particularly funny that, that like stood out in your mind or anything? I mean, the like thing that? about OG was pretty cool with the managers that. Oh yeah, class, yeah. So. yeah. So I mean, the players and the managers have a have a close-ish interaction, depending on what kind of manager you are. If you're a court manager, you're going to every practice and you're on the side of the practice and just like feeding them balls or whatnot. And most managers, at some point, will rebound for the players. Um, OG, when OG got hurt uh, about midway through the season, he had to be driven to and from class, and so he eventually just joined the basketball manager group chat and has, has just been was just scheduling rides. Uh, through there, he's he's a very nice guy, really smart guy. He's, I think he fell way too far personally. He didn't look too happy after he got picked. You know, I, Toronto's a perfect. It's a great Toronto's place for him. I would love, I would personally love to play in Toronto, but he just yeah. he just looked like no. Yeah. I mean, why why he, would, he should have been he should have I I think he knows that if he didn't get hurt, he he probably could have been a lottery pick, uh, because he's got such incredible length and such it's incredible freakish. versatility. Yeah, it's freakish. that was the first thing I noticed when I saw him in person was like. Holy crap! His arms go down to like his knees, like it's crazy. Yeah. Um, but he's he. I think he's gonna have a, a pretty solid NBA career, especially if he can, hopefully if he can stay healthy. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the knee injury is pretty nasty. He might be out for some of this year. 
from what? Yeah. Is that January, right? Or something like that? Yeah, around then. Um, and obviously ACL injuries on younger guys is never great, but... And that's why I've dropped them. Like that's, yeah. that's, I mean, that's a risk you're taking. Dennis Smith had one too, though. And, you know, but Dennis he... Smith also played a full season this year. Right, yeah. That's true. And like, and he was a beast. Dennis Smith, when they interviewed the players after they got picked, Dennis Smith gave a quote of the night when they were like, have yeah. you felt like, like, do you feel like you're the same player now? He goes, no, I'm a better player. Right, well, you, you heard the story about Dennis Smith, right? How two months after his ACL surgery, him and his friends were walking in the park. And they're like, yo, Dennis, go go see if you can dunk. And they, he just, like, did, like, a pretty easy one-hand dunk. And they're like, oh, yeah, just, like, keep going. Like, see what you can do. And then within, like, five minutes, he was doing, like, like windmills two months after an ACL surgery. So, I mean, that, that guy's just, like, an absolute genetic I, And I love his I love his head, dude. He's great. Like, his, yeah. he's so, like, he's so he's so in tune with you as a, a player. He's, he's a, a killer. killer. Yeah. He's an absolute killer. I love that. Knicks are going to regret that. I, I, I think we might regret it a little bit. Right. I'm scared about that. But, yeah, yeah. Um, wait, more of this, like... What like so you you told you told us about the, some of the guys that you think are gonna be like Devontae Green you said a bunch of the other guys you think are gonna have yeah become a season where do you, where do you see yourselves in the um in the conference yeah so it's it's always it's always tough I mean, to Michigan know. State's gonna be disgusting Michigan State's gonna be real I mean they always are Izzo is a great coach um Michigan Michigan was really challenging last year we really couldn't beat them uh I think they're they're gonna stay pretty pretty good even though DJ Wilson got drafted um he should have stayed and Wal Walton's the big loss. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, DJ Wilson went 18th. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he should. Yeah, Purdue lost Swanigan, right? Purdue lost Swanigan. They're they're a big rival, but they've got some they've got some talent. They've is Hostel there? Hostel, yeah, I believe he's I, still I, there. That's he's like seven the two. biggest person I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> he's massive. Hostel, like, do you go to you? you were you at the Purdue Indiana game? I was. Yeah. So like, how how big is that dude? He's huge. Uh, I mean, Thomas Bryant was probably the hugest person I'd seen until I saw Haas. I mean, Haas is probably <laughs> seven two, and he's. He plays like it. He plays pretty well. Uh, he moves his feet pretty well. He's all touch. Being that size. Yeah, he does. I mean, he's a post player, so yeah. I don't know how well his game is going to transfer into the NBA. But he's going to be he's going to be scary it's next gonna be year. It's going to be a scary European player. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Thompson also up for that team. They're going to be Purdue's going to be solid next year. Um, as far as Indiana and the Big Ten, I, I don't see any reason why we can't make a run at a Big Ten championship, um, just like we did a couple years ago. Uh, we've you got, just got to be the opposite at Michigan State. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I at with that conference. That's what that's what I think. You know, I think it, I think it Michigan State's gonna be the team to beat this year. Who's that? Well, what's his name? Miles. Well, what's Miles his name? Bridges. That guy's a that guy's an absolute freak athlete, and he looks like hefty too. He's, he he's, looks like he's it's heavy, really and, he, and he's, 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 he's strong. He's strong. If he shows, if he shows he's, out, yeah. That, if that guy gets cut up, if like he shows he's out be, this year, he's gonna be a top five or ten yeah. pick. Yeah, I agree, and. Izzo is great at running him in in their offense. See, like, like if he came nice if he came out, he would have been a guy Miami could have gotten at fourteen instead of Bam. Really? Uh, that I would have liked. You would have liked him instead of Bam. Yeah. Where do you think Bam should have gone? Like twenties. The Heat said they had him like in the top ten on their board. I don't believe that. They said that they had him higher than fourteenth. So I'm just I'm I'm I might be exaggerating. <laughs> I think that is a lie. I'm I mean, calling Pat Riley out. I mean, who else? I mean, I'm never gonna doubt Pat Riley. I know you won't. I, I, I have some more. Indi- I have some more Indiana questions. Go. Um, what, what, what's um like? What's game day like in, uh, in Bloomington? Bloomington yeah. Great, great question. Um, it is crazy. Like, I I chose to go to Indiana because it's in large part a basketball school, and I I wanted that atmosphere. Yeah. But Bloomington really does breathe basketball. Uh, game days, you know, it'll start. Fill. It'll start. You know. The whole area by Assembly Hall and by the football stadium will start filling up a few hours before game day. I'm usually doing work, so I'm not really yeah. able to like fully observe it. 
but... Like, you're doing work for the team or doing work schoolwork? No, doing, like, work, like, just preparing for game day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, whether it's, like, What's your game day? For, like... like yeah, you, do you, do yeah. you yourself have a routine? Like, <laughs> I don't I don't really have a routine. Um, I sort of... There's a pre-game and post-game and during-game sheet that the head manager, a guy named Trey, very nice guy, uh, he, he would make before every game and sort of detail each manager's jobs. But, really, I wouldn't have a set thing. I would just usually finish up whatever film I was watching or, or whatever teams I was scouting before then. Um, but as far as the atmosphere goes, yeah. I, I, I was at an NBA Finals game in 2012, Heat Thunder, uh, and I, was, I spent a good deal of time in Oracle at that arena, which is famously one of the louder arenas, and I personally have never been in a louder basketball arena than when Indiana played North Carolina. Uh, early in the season, and the pregame intros were going on, and the, it felt like the building was shaking. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, if you're a college basketball fan and you and you want that atmosphere, Indiana is one of the best places in the country for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the fans are pheno- like the fans are great. The student section is it gets insanely hype. Uh, they pass out big fat head of emoji stickers or yeah. Indiana alums, whatever it is, and the the crowds are the crowds bring it. They really do. And I have a question for like. So I know for our team, we kind of have a set, like a very standard, like, okay, yeah, we have games on Saturdays, and we tend to, like, go out and do something on Saturday mm-hmm. night. So, I mean, Wednesday I don't know. Wednesday Saturdays. I, what? Wednesday Yeah, Wednesday Saturday, but, like, Wednesday, obviously, in the middle of the week, so it's a little bit, probably not as big as Saturday, but. For you, maybe. Okay, well, either way. <laughs> um, so, like, do, do the Indiana, I mean, you don't need to, like, mention any names, but, like, do the Indiana guys <laughs> go hard, or, like, what's the, what's the, their kind of, like, social life like? Well, I, I haven't, uh. I, I can't speak to any of that. You know, I'm underage, so yeah. obviously oh, I, don't right, do yeah, that's right, right. I don't do anything like that. I'm, I'm not I'm not 29 like you are. So, yeah, I mean, play, it's college, so everybody's going to have a good time. The managers have a good time. Um, but I haven't, I haven't seen or heard any horror stories like that of, of players being irresponsible. I think because we're at such a high-profile basketball school, the players yeah. know that they... I know there was a few years ago where there was an incident with two players. I forget their names, but I don't I'm think not sure. They like, what? I don't know. I, Indiana, at Indiana? Like, one was drunk, and there was like a DUI kind of. Uh, well, if anything, that, that, I guess that would make it so now it's. Yeah, it's it before my time at Indiana. Yeah, that's it's before my time. Um, but yeah, it, they, they're all pretty responsible, and, and the guys are very dedicated to, to being the best basketball players they can be. They show up early and they leave the gym late. Like, will you be at the gym at like, or like, you work out of a video room in the in the assembly hall or in the, the other the cook hall? Cook yeah, hall. that's the practice. So will you will you be there at like hypothetically like ten p.m. on like a Wednesday and someone's still in there getting shots up? Or, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That that that's totally something that's happened. And I'll be there at eight thirty in the morning, nine in the morning, doing the laundry, and I'll see someone either finishing or starting their workout. Um, because the gym is so accessible, like the the athletes for the most part live very close to the for the gym, and because it's so it's open twenty four hours, it, the guys that's really. So that's D one. Do, right do they have so special? Nice. Do they have special athlete housing, or do they live in like houses, or do you know what the situation um, is? You know, I'm not entirely sure. I know a couple uh, freshmen live in a uh, freshman dorm. Lived last year in Briscoe, which is the dorm closest to Assembly Hall. I lived one dorm over in McNutt, um, but but. As far as guys who are non freshmen, I think I think a lot of them live together, but yeah. I'm not entirely sure. I, I can't really speak to that. Where are you? Are you living in a house next year? I'm I'm living in an apartment with uh, three buddies. It's okay. gonna be it's gonna be a good time. But one of the drawbacks is I am a little bit further from this from the stadium, so I'll have to 
they could pick up a bike. That'd be nice. So. Yeah. yeah. Dude, yeah. That's, that makes things so easy. Just yeah. Bike. Yeah. Hundred percent. Okay, I, th- I think I know the answer to this, but I'm, I'm gonna ask it anyways so I know that like we, we like to go down and play like in the rec center with it with everyone else yeah. in the off season uh-huh. do the Indian guys ever do that will, will they ever just like drop in like play a few a couple games with the with the you know with, with, the, with the plebeians yeah <laughs> not, 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 not just that we look at the other people like that but we, because we don't well, we're D3 a lot. Yeah, right we're D3 yeah. but I'm just like curious if they ever drop in and maybe I you know I've been in in the rec center quite a bit I haven't seen any players come play I, I've seen managers Obviously, they're yeah. trying to get a run in. Any manager? Can any managers really really play? Oh yeah, yeah. Our head manager, uh, Trey. Scott, I mean, you see what Jay Billis does, right? With the man, like managers when. ESPN oh, we've had manager pickup game. games too. Yeah, yeah. Jay Except Billis like he'll make it like a big deal, and he'll like post on Twitter a picture with the managers from the two teams like playing yeah. against each other. Yeah, yeah. It was it? We had I think a pickup game against Michigan last year oh, against their cool. managers when they came to visit. How but many managers? Anybody, what what happened? happened? Indiana. Uh, there are 15 total. Oh, 15 wow. or 14. So what happened the game, though? I'm not sure. I don't remember. I actually... Oh, wait, you weren't... You weren't... I, wait, did you I, play? I, didn't, I did not play. No. I, uh, I'm not entirely sure if we won or if the game actually happened, but I know that it was... That they were going to try to get something going. Um, and I know that on a broadcast, they showed film of the managers getting shots up. And, yeah. And whoever was announcing said something complimentary, and, and we all enjoyed that, obviously. But yeah, I'm sure some of the managers maybe had some interest at some point in you know, walking on the team and then that might not a lot of, today, yeah. A lot of managers are D3 or D2 level college basketball yeah. players. Um, which is really cool because they need to be able to play and like theoretically they need to be able to hop in a 5-on-5 game. Really? With, with the Indiana guys. Like, it, I mean, if, if you're having guys in practice, you yeah. want them to be able to practice with right. the team. Um, and just not be terrible, right? right so right. so whether it's graduate assistants or the managers, <laughs> like, they, they can all ball. Um, I, I've seen a couple in, in the rec center put up some some crazy. How are you? How do you how do you stack up? I'm uh, one of the back, worst. Back in high school, like when class would be over and like I like make my way to the gym, he'd always be one. Of, he'd be one of the first people there getting shots. Up. Really? Yeah. yeah I, he'd be on the gun a lot. I I tried. Um, you know, I'm I'm. This is a podcast, so you can't see me. I'm five six, so <laughs> I'm, I'm not predisposed to be great at basketball. But I I I try to get a run in with the guys, whether we're playing seven up or. Or just three on three or whatever. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Well, honestly, it was, it was, it was, this, a, was this was all. It was a hell a of a podcast. Yeah, but I we sprinted listen, right through it though. Yeah, we like. I I didn't really feel a second go by. No, yeah, that was good. That was good. <laughs> I, I we really really enjoyed having you. Yeah, thanks thank you very much for having me, guys. Yeah. This was a fun time. This has been uh, Bagels and Blocks episode fifteen. Yeah, and then I will try to get you back on the podcast during the the, the season. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right, great. All right, thanks, Jacob. Yeah, no problem.